Welcome to Potter's Blood. From the creators of Alien, terror brought down to Earth, dead and buried. Is there any way whatsoever to reanimate people after they have died? To get them to walk around? That guy, the one you, you came to see me about last week, the one that died after the car wreck. Yeah. I just saw him. Man, he's dead. It's the same guy. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hello there. This week, we'll be discussing the horror classic, Dead and Buried, starring Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe. Oh, Lord. It's an all-star cast. It was... (laughs) It, it, It was the man part of Chico and the man. It was the man. I did some I did some research you got Chico and the Man because I that was before my time. They didn't show that a lot of syndication. No, I, I think it's because it was so short lived. So usually they have to be so many seasons. But I believe there was some unfortunateness. There was some unfortunate. Well, I think it was during season two or at the end of season two, Freddie Prince Sr. Yeah, who was Chico committed suicide. Right. Um, so then they had to like come up with a new Chico, basically, and it lasted mm. another season with Nuevo Chico and the man, I guess. Very Who sad. was Nuevo Chico? I don't know. I, was... <laughs> I do remember watching Chico and the man uh, when it was actually on. And to me, it always kind of reminded me of in Sanford and Son, right. Fred, Fred Sanford, and then there was like the the Chicano uh, friend of absolutely uh, his son. So I I, I feel like they pulled that off, Julio. Like they took a spin off of that relationship. Well, it, it's it's kind of that. It's like Sanford and Son meets All in the Family. Yeah, it's a kind of like he's an old racist. And then he learns not to, to be slightly less racist by hanging around well, with nothing but minorities. Well, I think he, it, it's like that generation where he's an old racist who doesn't realize he's an old racist. Like right. these are all like racist stereotypes because that's just how it, he'd raise. I mean, he wouldn't march with the Klan. No. But he definitely had racist attitudes. You're right. It's like a Sanford and Son. Exactly. In the workplace. <laughs> in the workplace. Not Sanford and Son. All in the family in the workplace yes, is what I meant exactly. to say. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, good time. And Freddie Prinze had like the Dorothy Hamill, if I recall. Like the like, male, the male uh, Dorothy Hamill. Uh, honestly, I mean, this is the thing. This is a sign of the times. It's like I am much more familiar with Freddie Prinze Jr. Oh, than yeah. I ever was with Freddie Prinze Sr. I didn't even know who Freddie Prince Sr. was until they, Freddie Prince Jr. became fairly famous. They said, oh, by the way, his dad used to star in a sitcom called Chico and the Man back in the 70s. Okay. Jose Feliciano did the theme song. Chico, yes. don't be discouraged. The man, he ain't so hard to understand. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Chico and the Man. I remember every bullshit sitcom theme song. But I still can't do math. How about that? There you go. <laughs> and you're a school teacher. So and good I'm times. a school teacher. Wah, good wah, wah, times. Um, give I was going to say something else. <laughs> Please. Because, because the reverse could be said about Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee. I think people are more familiar with the father than, than the poor, tragic, short-lived son. Absolutely. Well, that's the crow. Is. 
Right. Brand, okay. Bruce Lee really wasn't in that many movies either. No. He's, le- like, he's, just, he's a legend, though. He's like right. uh, uh, James Dean. He's like James Dean. James Dean also not in that many things. It's yep. kind of like kind of unrealized potential. Right. Live fast, die young. Right. So you're right. It's like, well, Brandon Lee, again, it's like I could I could list a bunch of movies by Brandon Lee that you've never even heard of. For so, sure. I don't, I'm don't. i not it. sure I ever even saw The Crow. But I, I saw know The Crow. There's a, a lot of guys were into The Crow. <laughs> a lot of goths. A lot, a lot of goth boys. That's how we do. Uh, give us the 30-second synopsis of Dead and Buried. First of all, before I roll into that, where Please. did you find this piece of shit? I actually saw, like, years and years ago, I was wandering around the warehouse movies and records, and you could rent movies from the warehouse. This is before Blockbuster, even. Yeah. And one of the tapes, was I always remember seeing it, was Dead and Buried, and it looked kind of creepy, just from the, the, the cover art or whatever, you know what I mean? I think I saw this movie about 20 years ago, and I, I remember the twist, but I remember nothing else for some okay. reason. All right. Interesting. Um, but then I was reading my book, The Ultimate Zombie Encyclopedia, and they referenced this this movie, and it kind of reminded me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandpa Joe. <laughs> Grandpa Joe. Grandpa from Joe. Is in it. He needs That's to get his ass back into bed. Yes. What I? <laughs> you're telling me. I always talk about how it's hilarious. Grandpa Joe, in Willy Wonka. He gets out of bed, and I, I, Jack Albertson, who plays Grandpa Joe, was like 60 at the time he filmed Willy Wonka. Okay? So he was 110 here. No, this is only a couple of years later. He, he <laughs> it wasn't that, I mean, comparatively speaking, he wasn't that old. But he's only 60 when he gets out of bed in Willy Wonka, and he's like, I haven't been out of bed for 20 years. So when he was 40, years. when he was 40, five years younger than me, he's like, I'm just getting in bed. I'm staying here. <laughs> Sorry. You're on. Everybody else, you're I'm in, on your own. I'm in bed right now. I embrace the go. philosophy. I'm just not so sure about the other three people also in there with yeah. me. It's a, it's a sad situation. Let me tell you. Like, we're starving to death. Get your asses out of bed, little right. grandparents. And My daughter's a single pot. mom. My daughter's a single mom. I'm putting the, the whole weight of the entire family on her washing clothes in, in a big old barrel, and that's it. Sorry. Making You're taking care of all of us. Potato gruel. Right. In the book, she, her husband was alive. Yes, in the book, right. In the book, there's still a husband who's also, I don't know what he's doing, shoveling Is snow. He, he's Who in knows? bed, too. He sleeps in the middle. <laughs> he climbs <laughs> in. Exactly. Good Lord. It's like Caligula over there at the Little Wonka household. <laughs> Anyway, uh, moving on. Now, had you never even heard of this movie? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Not even watching it. There's no flash of recognition at all. None. Interesting. Okay. Uh, all right. You ready for my review? Lay it on me. Uh, people show up to the seaside village, which is pretending to be New England, but it is, of course, Mendocino. As soon as I saw yep. the town, I'm like, that's Northern California. Yep. And, and with 1,000 rando accents, <laughs> right. everybody decided to embrace some other random accent. Yes. J- just saying. So people show up, strangers in town, and they kill them in, in terrifying ways. Yes. Why? Even when we know why, it really doesn't make sense. So people right. show up. There's a sheriff. 
that is trying to investigate all this stuff. All these murders. People are disappearing. Yep. They dig up graves. Body's not there. Unwrap. Uh, empty grave except for a bundle of sweaters, which inside is a human heart. Right. Um, again, people get lost. People need gas. Then they're hunted down and killed in terrible ways. Then magically appear. And, as somebody in town. Like, now some, they work in town. Now they work in town. Right. So, yeah, one by one. And then, in the end, uh, it's the mortician. The, mor- the Spoiler mortician. alert. Spoiler alert, it's the mortician. So, are we to suspect that this was an empty town that needed to be populated? Because clearly... No one lives in this town except for uh, the man. He's the only human. <laughs> and then at the end, he ain't human either. You're going to call him the man. I'm going to call him Grandpa Joe. We'll All agree right. to disagree. We'll um, <laughs> I, I, I forgot Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe. <laughs> oh, sweet Joe, Jesus. Grandma Josephine, Grandpa George, Grandma Georgina. That is correct. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. So did I forget anything that was important i honestly thought it it was heading towards a wicker man situation and then it wasn't so i was almost disappointed because then if the wicker man that might make sense well there there are questions (laughs) that you ask and sometimes there's some kind of resolution and sometimes there's still questions right because right. you're right. If you stop in town and literally go like, "Hey, where's the nearest gas station?" They kill you. Dead. They kill the whole don't town. Stop. Rises up and murders you. So don't even stop. Don't stop for gas. Don't do it. I mean, it's not like these people like stop there and then discover something they aren't supposed to see. No, homie was like on the beaches taking pictures of like seagulls and, and stuff. Oh my god! And then, was, boom. The, was that Captain and Tennille? They were it rocking the full Captain and Tennille as the first thing. Captain Tennille. Is that was that the thi- like? If you're like, hey, I'm going to the beach. Let me get my captain's hat on. Was that standard back in the seventies? I don't Where, know. If that's those how are it like uh, the Greek fishermen's hats. I think you still get those at the Chinese import store. Well, but yeah. the, the, it's not even the. It's like the the white one with like the uh, uh, what is it like a life preserver symbol on the on the uh, the brim or whatever. I don't. I can't even describe. That's why it. I said a, they're Greek fishermen hats. It's a horror story. Whatever it is, it's a horror and, story. And he's a professional photographer, so of course I'm going to take my Mamiya. And take pictures of a f-ing seagull. Because, right, you're a professional. Right. Well, and that's, I, I thought, because he's out there taking pictures with his fancy captain's hat. When the chick from Officer and a Gentleman shows up. What? Starts throwing, do you remember her? Not Deborah Winger. No, clearly not Deborah Winger. She was she was her, Deborah Winger's friend who worked in the factory, who's I also have, romancing the pilot. I that whole movie. I think I've okay. seen it once. Once Little, there was that suicide. Yes, yes. Well, no, 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 no. I can't, okay. I can't do that. Officer, okay, little little tangent here. Officer and gentleman, Richard Gere, is First going all, to become Richard a... First of all, Richard Gere, I always thought, looked like Uncle Bob, so I'm not going to get hot for relatives. <laughs> so good, it, it always made know. me feel cringy. You're being very charitable to Uncle Bob. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and no offense, anybody. Anyway, uh, so he goes to become, I guess, a, like a naval aviator, kind of like Top Gun before Top Gun kind of thing. 
So in this town of this uh, flight school or whatever it is, um, all the, the women who work at the factory in that town, their big dream is to marry one of these guys. And get the hell out of your crazy and get, town. And get the hell out of that town because then they can go off and live a life of adventure because they could be out of station in Okinawa or whatever. Um I so mean, that's Deborah why Winger, guys, the guys in that town are the ones who join the military. It's always these small towns where right. people with no future are the ones who are joining the military to get the hell out. Right. So Deborah Winger starts a romance with Richard Gere. Uh, Richard Gere's buddy, his name is David Keith, not to be confused with Keith David. Uh, they who's kind Keith of, David? Keith David is this the big black guy from The Thing and They Live. Isn't David Keith the guy from uh, Family Affair? That's Brian Keith. Oh. <laughs> it's very complicated. <laughs> All the he, so he starts, the Russian Gears friend starts dating Deborah Winger's friend, the blonde chick. So they start hooking up. And then one thing, he, he gets kicked out or decides to leave to move back to Oklahoma and he wants his lady love to come back to Oklahoma with him, not be a, a pilot, but just to work in at the uh, the supermarket or whatever. And she unceremoniously oh, yeah, it was, it was so dumps abysmal. him. It, it wasn't even going to be a right. It was horrible move for her. It would be a downgrade, right? And yeah, yeah. Was, I, yes. I mean, men she, want to say, right. "Well, she's a money grabber," but you built a relationship thinking he is the person. And that's not who he is. He is actually this other, this other thing. It's like, I mean, this happens all the time. Like on my 90 day fiance, they're always dating these guys and they don't know they're coming from a major European city. And then all of a sudden they're in some Oregon town, three hours from the closest city or they're in Oklahoma where right. there's nothing there's no there's it, it's not like europe and they're like what know? did i do what right. did i do this is not enough I, I mean a life changing your life is more than just one person you know it's a whole oh, situation uh, no question but so, everybody wanted to, to label her as a money grabber but i'll tell you I'd it, be was, like, pretty bad, I'd be like, it was pretty bad it was pretty bad it was pretty bad i mean which how she broke up with him was was bad, and then he killed himself. Of course, right? But I would not be. I would not have been moving to Oklahoma either. Well, but I, I think there's got to be a gray area between. Okay, so you're not going to be Tom Cruise and Top Gun, but maybe we could negotiate so you're not bagging groceries at the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, maybe there's maybe there's uh, a, some agree. place to. There should have been a conversation. Yes, and for sure. There are, I'm not going to say that all women are saints. There are women. I mean, how many times has Hugh Hefner been married Absolutely. to people old enough to be his great-grandchild? Uh, <laughs> yes. So there, there are women who can marry as a profession, for sure. But I'm just saying I wasn't going to move to Oklahoma and be married to that bagger living in a trailer with three kids on the welfare. Well, Screw okay. that. I think I think this is men are from Mars, women are from Venus kind of stuff, where it's like there is something very attractive to certain women just in terms of like stability. 
stability, uh, security. No question. So no now question. you've just pulled the rug out from under me. So now right. I'm in a worse situation I'm, I was in. The way she did it made it seem like I never really cared about you. Right. It was I, always I the fact. Yes. So that was the thing. She dubs him in a split second and says like, we were supposed to do X, Y, and Z. And now you're telling me I'm going to be an Okie from Muskogee. Deuces. I'm out. Yeah. And he and he promptly hangs himself. And so, of course, yeah. So that's another that's... reason not to date people that have issues. I mean, clearly he had all, he had a thousand and one issues besides yes. Oklahoma. Yes, Louis Gossett Jr. was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Officer and a Gentleman. By the way, yeah, so we're he talking had, about he had a future. He did. We're talking about <laughs> everything but uh, yeah. we're talking about uh, everything but dead and buried at this moment right now. So the no, first no, no. that whole suicide is why I never yes. watched that movie. It was very upsetting. So needless to say, that's this chick. <laughs> from that's this chick, and we get to see her boobuses for, for you, gratuitous. The captain needed a look see. <laughs> well, she's like, I could be a model. And he's like, uh, sounds good. Now, was he just saying, like, hey, I'm a professional photographer just to get the, the hot blonde to disrobe on the beach? Is that uh, how it works? He's like, I'm on a photo shoot taking pictures of seagulls for the Motel 6. <laughs> That's what he with said. My fi- with my $500 camera. That's right. And, and so... I will say, this movie is like an homage to every kind of, there was all kinds of cameras in this for, there for was. camera freaks. At one point, the sheriff was taking pictures with an SX-70. Everybody's got like an Instamatic. Mm-hmm. We, got, we got this, that, and the other thing. Well, they and had that, video cameras. Video cameras. Do- well, it was Super 8, I think. Yes, it was Super 8. Well, because what was happening? Okay, let me ask and, you. And, so- and the, the mummy is still being made today. That's true. So he is probably, when they start their little romance, like 15 townspeople show up and attack him. Blondie's in on it. He gets burned alive while they're all taking pictures. Right. Now, do you, do you know why? pictures and videos, pictures and videos. But now I know why. What, why do they take all those pictures? Well, because it's an artist colony of photographers. No! <laughs> it's because... <laughs> it, I'm guessing it's because they're going to need those pictures for the reconstruction. That, that, they don't say that, but I believe that's what the case. I think that's what we're supposed to think. Because the grand reveal is Grandpa Joe, the eccentric mortician, brings everybody back to life. And he's very, he's very sketchy on the details. He's like, some call it black magic. Some call it science. Who's to say? I'll take it with me to my grave, is what he says. That's real convenient for script writers, let me tell you. Good times. And you know what it is? It's very death becomes her because uh, they do. They start disintegrating and and they age. I mean, there's so much paint you can put on before they putrefy. Right. And so what's the point? Well, they established Grandpa Joe had been fired from his previous posting, like in a big city as mortician because he was doing experiments with the bodies. Uh, I guess they don't do a lot of background checks at Potter's Bluff or whatever the heck this place well, is called. I mean, I'm trying to understand. Every now and then you'll hear about these little northern California cities that go up for sale. I think there was one called like Bridgeport. So for $3.2 million, you can buy this whole town. The downtown, the post office, the restaurant, mm-hmm. homes and everything. It's like Halloween so 3. In, 
it's like Halloween. Well, that was filmed up in up there, there you too. Go. Silver Shamrock, so, town. Silver Shamrock. That was in uh, filmed in Lolita. So, my question is: Did Grandpa Joe, because he's old, so he's not yes. necessarily killing all these people by himself? Did he buy this empty town and is populating it? I don't or, think so. Go ahead. Or did, did why do you need more additions? It's early on. I mean, this Everyone is Everyone in is, the town is a freak. But Even not but people, that's the thing, not not everybody. It seems like not? it's almost it's like randomly they, they're okay, I'll tell you the, the doctor in the hospital is not. Because then they kill him. Well. Right? right? Randomly that, there are people in town who are just not until later they are. Yeah. So at by the end of the movie, who's not? I think everybody is by the end of the movie. By the, including think, Grandpa Joe. Including Grandpa Joe. Who, right. Who was able to raise himself from the dead while being by by being dead. So Yes. In that's the correct. when he'd bring him, they'd when he'd whisper something to the dead body after the reconstruction. And yes. they would rise. So he'd whisper to himself <laughs> while he was alive. It's hard because he was he was literally you could see him sticking himself with like the embalming tools. So he right. has to like embalm himself while he's still with it. I mean, I'm not sure how this works. I'm not a mortician. I mean, this is an ancient Egypt and they're mummified. Right. I mean, the embalming gives you a couple days, you know? It's it's right. it's not like I mean, some of these people are walking around for years. They're well, all- I think they have to go they they have to come back for touch ups. Is the grand but they're reveal? They're rotting, think... <laughs> right? Right. There would definitely be a smell. The, the, they're There's... they're gonna smell. Yes. Uh, and how come the sheriff never needed a touch up? Well, maybe he did, but he just didn't know he was getting them. Because that, that's the twist. Develop that film. Maybe it just happened. Well, and the interesting interesting thing about he this movie. He doesn't remember being killed. No. He, the interesting thing about this movie is they don't disguise who are committing the murders. Like, the t- you see it's the townspeople. Like, they kill right. that dude on the beach, and then it cuts to the diner. People are having breakfast. It's those, it's those dudes eating clam chowder or whatever. They're and the why mur- are we they know eating? The- God, I don't know. I don't uh-huh. know how they do. But they, there's no mis- – that part is not the mystery. We know who the killers are. And the sheriff – the sheriff – played by James Farentino, who I was convinced was somebody I'd seen in many things, but had not. I thought he was the guy from Flashdance. He's not the guy from Flashdance. No. He kind of looks like the guy from Hair, who was also in 1941. Uh, Treat Williams? Yes. (laughs) He's not Treat Williams either. That's generous, because Treat Williams was good looking back in the day. We'll talk about him. But he's, so he's like the one trying to solve the murders. Trying to figure out what's going on. And the grand reveal is everybody in town are are zombies. And he's a zombie too. He just didn't realize it. Right. He's also, because it was like, because he, he's having marital issues. That's the other little bizarre subplot. It's like, is my wife having an affair? What's going on? Because she keeps disappearing. And, oh, she's hanging out with uh, the photographer who now works at the gas station that I never noticed. Like they're a little. Yeah. 
there's all this weird stuff that does and and there were a lot of like wickerman kind of symbols like when she's over at the school talking about zombies and witchcraft i was like well this would not have happened in tehachapi where they were trying to teach creationism so all these kids are zombies some are well, I conceivably they all could be. I mean, I guess you're right because one of the kids they cut to it was a kid who who uh, was with his parents running away from the zombies uh, when they stopped to get gas and directions. Like suddenly he's in the class. So, I and the the other weird thing. So they're all they seem to be all sentient and living yes. their lives and, yes. and friends with each other and whatever. So he's created Zombie Town. Which he doesn't seem to interact with at all. What's the point? That, well, they say there's a couple things. Because Maya kept saying, if you know that you're going to have to reconstruct these dudes, wouldn't you say, hey, just, I don't know, slip them some poison or something? Would you say, no, light them on he fire wants every to. time? Yes. But he wants them to be as jacked up as possible so he can bring them back into a perfect state. Right. But why they then have to be alive doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, so it'd be so, the, the smelliest town in the world. It would be. And how you town. make how you make love to a corpse without realizing Oof. that you <laughs> lean on her, a, a chunk of meat's going to slide <laughs> off, and she stinks and is cold as f. Well, I think on some level, uh, the sheriff is because he's also a member of the Living Dead. There's like he's. A, they can't smell each other. They're under, you can't smell your own bad breath. I, I think it's on some level he becomes like blind to certain realities, is what my guess would be. But you're right. It's like early on, because this town, I swear to God, there's 15 people living this day. They're town. having sex all the time. Wouldn't his dick just rot off and fall <laughs> <laughs> off? Her, bo- her boob slides <laughs> off onto yes. the floor. Yes. Yes. There's some there, there, logical things that are missing here. There, there isn't a whole lot of touch-up you can do with that, I'm sad to say. <laughs> Staple uh, it back on. Oh, Come sweet on. Jesus. It has to be some basic functions. It's, it's I mean, a sad basically, situation. everybody's going to be like Chet in Weird Science, where they just look like a gloppy boy by the they end. They would. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's like, okay. So and they how kill- does his wife just crawl into a grave? Because if it's like death becomes you... Even when you're a thousand pieces, you're aware. I don't know what the story, because I guess the reveal is that she was the first zombie. Like he, he found, she drowned in a creek or something and Grandpa Joe brought her back to life and then became his first. Because the moment he brings them back to life, they're kind of like his servants, I guess. And he, he Grandpa Joe is the one who sends them out to, to murder, I guess, initially hitchhikers and people stopping for gas but clearly they they murdered a bunch of like everybody they're murdering like the waitress at the diner because uh, he's bored yes this is his this is his masterpiece this is, this this is, is his hobby some people you know they they do woodwork and some, some do woodwork but clubs this is what he do and, and i'm not expert in mortuary science but i'm not sure you scrape it down to the skull and rebuild all the way i was gonna say that too so the one hitchhiker correct me if i'm wrong right and where did her eyeball go they right (laughs) she got so she was murdered the hitchhiker was murdered by creepy old pedophile the the old fisherman who was killed earlier in the movie 
He's like, hey, where are you going? Don't be afraid. I'm not going to touch you, little girl. Yeah. She gets the, the, I'm like, red flag. Any yes. Girl, I'm not going to touch you. How do you know I'm not a creeper? Is a creeper. Right. You say, I'll, I'll take the next one. I'll get the next one is what you say in that case. She hops in there. Yeah. She gets killed by the townspeople and she's jacked. And you're right. It was like literally, I don't think they do this. They literally like, like her skin is, is removed down to like literally the bone. And he rebuilds her up with what? Play-Doh? How does this work? It, Again. Was, it was like the crazy things all, uh, that they do for reconstruction. Like if they find a skull right. and they want to put it out there to try to identify the victim. Except weirder because you don't right. then lay muscle down and yes. it was like... It was like one of those invisible people things. Like, have it, you ever seen those models? Right, the the, the uh, in the museum or whatever, right? Where it's just the muscle people standing around or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. We've established we are not experts in the mortician arts. We dabble. <laughs> but I did we see dabble. six feet under, so, yes. so we dabble. That makes <laughs> we... me an expert. I, I once saw a documentary on Netflix, therefore I speak with expertise. Well, he t- Grandpa Joe even says, like, all the little shortcuts he's done to get the bodies ready for, you know, presentation at, like, a funeral. But that wouldn't help you if you're expecting them to be wandering around town talking to people. Of you know? course. Now, how is she? It's all it's all like wax. So how right. is she going to eat? How how come that isn't just going to fall off? It, it's right. not made to move around and stuff like that. And speaking of that victim, she, her head was crushed by a boulder. Yes. Yet when we see her, it looks like half her face had slightly melted. <laughs> she was a little if melty. If someone takes a rock that big to your head, you, you're just looking at your mush. Your your mush, your mush pie. Um. So they kill they kill the photographer at the beach. They kill the old drunken fisherman. They kill the young family, and they kill um the hitchhiker. Those are all the outsiders they kill. But then they kill the <clears throat> the doctor at the hospital, who was getting too close because I guess they um <laughs> the sheriff hits somebody with his car and the guy's arm gets left behind. And it's still wiggling. That's Moving. what I mean, like death yes. becomes you. So yes. even if you, I put you through a wood chipper, you're still conscious. You're still, you're still twipping. So they, they, she, they do the experiment on like, I guess some cells were left behind. They're like, this body's been dead for weeks. What are you talking about, sheriff? There must be some mistake. But they're still wiggling is, I guess, what he saw. Still wiggling. So who's to say? But you're right. It's like, is everybody in town or just some people? Because there were definitely people who were like, oh, my God, I thought I just saw that crazy old photographer pumping gas across the street. Yes. You know. And how, what are his memories? I mean, the townspeople, including Freddy Krueger and the, and the guy yes. from Northern Exposure. Yes. All star cast. That, assuming that they are locals, have a back experience. <clears throat> who does the photographer think he is? Well, he's what now Freddie. Memories. He's Freddie. So, what does he talk about? Well, and the sheriff I, I stops and gets yesterday. gas. He stops to get gas from Freddie, and calls him Freddie. Goes, hey, Freddie, fill it up. What the hell? He just appeared here last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's interesting. Yes. I mean, I understand them not knowing what Freddie looks like because he was all burned up. 
Well, and Freddie wasn't but his real not... name. Remember, they were like right. doing some kind of role playing thing on the beach. Um, I'll, I'll call yes. you. Yes, uh, we're just going to call him the captain. So he never saw <laughs> the, the captain as the captain. No, he saw his he, burned he, up body. They saw the burned up body. They never saw him as Daryl Dragon. Well, he, Daryl Dragon. They're, they're divorced, I believe. Yes. Captain Tamil, very like upsetting. Thirty some love did not keep them together. They did not. Well, like, I think they were suffering in for from, a, a long haul, though. They were. Well, I think he started suffering from dementia, and then she pulled a uh, officer and a gentleman on him and said, yeah, "I'm out boom. of here." Sending you off to Oklahoma. Is that what it was? I wonder if they could get better services divorced or something like that. Uh, could be. I don't know. Good times. Uh, so anyway, but he doesn't, he doesn't, he's burned alive, but then survives. So yes. Then there, oh, so my then God. The best, the whole, the best yes. scene in the whole movie is when he's wrapped up with the one eye appearing yes. and just teeth. That looks so crazy. That looks you know, so crazy. And then the nurse comes in and just stabs him and it is only one good eye with, with a, a needle. needle yep. pumps it with air. I mean, couldn't you just turn click a button or something? It had to be that. <laughs> All you had to do was unplug the machine. The respirator. That was nasty. And of course, no reason to get caught. I mean, who else is in that hospital? Right. Everybody's a zombie. Right. Right. <laughs> No question. Uh, no question. Again, this is a town of 15. It's a town of 15 and 14 are zombies. 14 are zombies. Like, literally, it's just like, I guess I'm the only non-zombie. You think the sheriff's like, man, is everybody zombies? I guess I am too. We're all zombies. Good times. Yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, <laughs> this movie. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? No, all my before. notes down here. I'm needle in the eye. Uh, I do. I don't have anything good written down because <laughs> it's nothing good to say. This movie was boring. It was. It wasn't that great. I'll. I'll be honest. The best, honestly, the best thing is just seeing the dude with the eye and his, and his crazy teeth. Man, it looked so surreal. He looked like a serpent or something. It was the weirdest looking thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, are you ready for behind the scenes? Then I am ready. It was an all star cast. It's crazy. It was a crazy all star cast of people who'd eventually become stars. I guess. Yeah. Okay, so we we're or just stars about the- on the downslide. The one, either one. This is this was Grandpa Joe's last theatrical film. I'm not this surprised. This is the one that saw him out. This is the one that um, killed him, and then he the became one that, a zombie. Well, and I wonder. It's like he knew. He I think he died of cancer, and I, I he must he knew he was he was going, and yet this is the movie. This morbid movie is the thing he chooses to do. I guess you got to pay the bills. You got to pay the bills, man. Good lord. Um. Okay. So the burn victim in the hospital with the eye and the teeth. Yeah. Not a real person. Yeah. That was a fake it, it, body. It totally, totally didn't look real. It didn't look human at all. It looked like one of those alien things. Right. A Stan Winston, famous special effects guy, uh, just decided. Because they were they knew they were going to, like, stab him in the eye, you know, Lucio Fulci style. Yeah. Um, and so they were like, we'll just, you know, we'll because his teeth were, like, gleaming white. And you have to pay someone. So I'm, I'm guessing they're working on a budget. Well, they already had Freddie. We just throw Freddy in some mummy things, but it's easier <laughs> just to build a, a thing and call it even. I used to think Freddy, when he was on V, uh, was kind of cute. Freddy, you mean Robert England? Yeah. Robert <laughs> England's not Freddy, by the way. He, well, he's Freddy. 
There's Freddie. <laughs> There's Freddie the photographer, or we will call him Captain. I met Freddie Krueger. Freddie Krueger is in this as well. Uh, Robert England playing somebody. I don't know. He ambulance Rando driver, townspeople. Townie Joe. Townie um, Joe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jack Albertson, Grandpa Joe, the man, died a few months before this movie was even released. So very sad. Yeah, he was very sad. Um the director chose this place because it was supposed to be like have foggy conditions. Oh yeah. It's meant to see them. It's meant to be like kind of a new England thing, as you said, man, that's where they, I think where they filmed that affair to remember, I think it was Mendocino. Isn't that where Tara and Rob went for their anniversary? Who am I? The biographer? I don't know. (laughs) Perhaps. I thought those were behind the scenes, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's all behind the scenes. Um, when they were filming the beach scene at the beginning of the movie, the day was too pretty. So they actually had to hang up like banners to kind of try to block the sun to give it kind of more of a gloomy look. It can't always be cold and rainy. Sometimes the sun comes out. Sometimes the sun comes out. I don't, I don't know, know why, is. but I, I have never been to Mendocino, the city of Mendocino. But as soon as I saw the town and the coast, I'm like, Northern California. Boom. I had to Google it. Um... Well, because the coast was always on the right or on the left or on, I don't know. It's on oh. one side of the nation. Oh my god! I, 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 never, put, I, I, don't know. <laughs> I never put that shit together. Um, no, because you can no, be in a sense. different direction. Yes. I'm like, what? If I move the camera around, <laughs> it would change the, the camera yes. the other way that it's on there. I'm like, wah, damn wah. you! <laughs> you had me only almost convinced. <laughs> That's what And then logic shown through, yeah, as it often does. <laughs> Uh, That's science. That's science. The director (laughs) wanted the side of blood to be so shocking that he removed all anything else that was red was removed from the movie, including brake lights. He made the brake lights purple. Well, guess what? It didn't work because there was nothing, nothing the f shocking in this movie. Uh, This movie uh, was written by Ronald Shusett and Dan O'Bannon. Who uh, wrote the original script for Alien? What? Uh, yeah, but before or after? After is after Alien. But Dan O'Bannon disavowed the movie, saying, "Actually, I didn't really work on it that much. Exactly. It, was the other, it was the other guy who did uh-huh. it. But he, since I was more successful, they need to have my name on it to get it, uh, give it a better chance. Yeah, that's of a lot made. of bullshit backpedaling. I'd yeah. be shame, shame." Ring with the incense, (laughs) absolutely. Uh, The scene where the family's being chased by the uh, the townies in the old abandoned house, I have to say, okay, I got a little little sidebar on that. Okay, so they're looking for get for a gas station. They get into a car accident. They're like, let's go in this place, see if we can use their phone. Back it up and keep driving. No question, no, because it's clearly like an abandoned haunted house. There's of like course. giant cobwebs. They're like, huh, anybody home? One yes. of these, like, I used to go to these haunted house things uh, in town where you yes. open the door, it's another thing. And, and, but the best line is go into the basement and check the fuses. Really, there's right. five inches of dust. Do you think right. it's a fuse issue? Yes. Yes. Oh, but but it was perfect. It was literally a fun house thing that you pay twenty five dollars to go to, where people you can't see just shadows banging on the glass. It was great. That that part was funny. Well, what's what's also funny is the first time they see one of the townies in the house, they immediately start screaming, even though they just look like pe- normal people, like exactly. normal townies, people <laughs> from the diner. 
It's like, yes, the audience knows that they're murderers, but these people be like, oh, thank goodness, we finally found the people whose house this belongs to. Should have been just their reaction. Bro- yeah. We hey, just it's you again from the diner. House. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's ridiculous. No. Good times. So anyway, that scene had to be filmed during the day because they had the little boy and there were rules about like the hours that children can work on a set. So they yeah. put like a huge tarp over the house. I mean, it's it interior, look... so why not? Well, but there's a lot of windows because it's a lot of people like looking through, like there's a shape outside the window kind of thing. So, oh my there God. Go. Then they could have made it an infant and just carried around a plastic one. I'm not well, crying about their choices. So they had to hang a tarp over the house, but it got so hot they had to turn on like fans oh to kind of ventilate it, which means that the, the, uh, the, um, the noise, the sound could not be used from inside the house. So they had to go back and re-record that later. What an amateur hour right. shit is this? It's, it's a total freak out. It's a total bunch freak of out. students from UCLA trying to bang something out. It's a, <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> I'm telling you. There is one kind of cool moment that they talk about. When he is reconstructing the hitchhiker literally from the ground up, uh, he's working on her and he opens up her eye and pops in like the, the glass eye. Yeah. Then you see the camera kind of follows Grandpa Joe as he turns away and does something and then kind of walks and then pans back to the body. And now it's the real person who gets up. Like they, uh-huh. they timed it. They pulled the, the fake body off, slid the, the, correct, the real person up there. And if you're not paying attention, it, it does really, it's, it's, it's a good effect if you could see. So yeah, good yeah. time. My question is, if the zombie doesn't have eyes, how does it see? Well, she has one good eye. That's all you need. And yeah. it was the wrong side of the face. So the melty, right. the melty eye is good, <laughs> but, but the good eye was bad. Well, she had it, kind it's of Sammy a... Davis Jr. So now she's going to bump into the wall because she has no like depth perception. And uh, every time she goes through a doorway, there's going to be an issue. Hey, that candy man can still dance, glass eye or not. Say what you want. I used to have that issue in the 80s. Wide brim uh, stylish hats were the thing. And I could never judge my hat because it went beyond my shoulders. So I'd walk into doorways and clip my hat and it'd knock me sideways. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. I pinned into my hair like a stylish 80s lady and it'd be like, ping. And that kind of destroys the grand entrance. Very, (laughs) it does. That messes things up. So if you're paying attention, uh, the hitchhiker is killed after the family in the house, right? Yes. However, if you're paying attention, the hitchhiker, the zombified hitchhiker actually attacks the family. She's the one who climbs in the car with them and tries to murder them. The hitchhiker. A so, little continuity error. A little nobody, continuity issue. Nobody noticed that. Why aren't we making movies, Kevin? We should. It's very sad. I um, told you. Start writing a, a goddamn script for the family. I've written many. About the family. About... <laughs> no, not about the... This isn't the tell-all that gets published after mom and dad Jacqueline Suzanne. Away. Yeah, we're going to do it like that. Jacqueline Suzanne. <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> sweet Jesus. Okay, uh, I think that's about it. I don't, I don't what the hell else is there to say? <laughs> Should we talk about the cast? Let's talk about the cast. Why do I know James Ferentino? Was James... he the king of the 70s? 
James Ferentino played Simon Peter and Jesus of Nazareth. No, I didn't that see that. Like you I said, well. I thought he was Michael Norrie from Flashdance. He is not. He is his, not Michael Norrie. His uh, top four things All right. on uh, IMDb are Bulletproof from 96, which was no. an Adam Sandler movie. No. Uh, the Final Countdown from 1980. Dead and Buried is number three on the list. That gives you an idea. And then, like I said, Jesus of Nazareth. He must Um, have done TV, I'm guessing. He's the hardest working man of show business. He did many episodes of ER playing Doug Ross's dad. So George Clooney's father was James Farentino. Uh, He wishes he was. He he wishes. Yeah, he does. Uh, I think I'm, I'm like flipping, trying to find anything. Anything? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I'm, he I'm was on the TV too. series Blue Thunder, not the movie, but the TV series that lasted one season. So there you go. He was uh, on. He was on Dynasty a little bit. Uh, I'm not doing any more than that. That's that's good enough. That's James Farentino. He's the hardest working man in show business. All right. Uh, his wife Janet Gillis was played by Melody Anderson. You know what, what she has been in more recently, no. or not more recently? Uh, what did we review that she was in recently? Are you asking me? I'm asking you. I don't know. She was Dale Arden in Flash Gordon. Oh, so two mediocre actors fell in love. Fell in love. She was also (laughs) in Battlestar Galactica, the original 1979. She played Brenda Maxwell. You know her, don't you? Oh, he was married to Michelle Lee at one time, too. Uh, she was also, Melody Anderson was also in Firewalker with Louis Gossett Jr. and Chuck Norris. So good. Check that out. Michelle All-Star. Lee was in the love bug. Good times. Uh, <laughs> Jack Albertson, Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka, the Chocolate Factory. He was also Manny Rosen in the Poseidon Adventure. He was uh, a voice in Fox and the Hound. Good times. Of course, Chico and the Man. Uh, Robert England played Harry, the ambulance driver. You know him better as Freddy Krueger. Uh, who else we got here? We talked about Lisa Blount, known as Girl on the Beach, even though she's the evil nurse later in the movie. Famously from Officer and a Gentleman, playing Lynette Pomeroy, who leaves her her uh, fiance to go hang himself in the closet. Very upsetting. Uh, Barry Corbin from <laughs> from uh, Northern Exposure played Phil. I Another love random Northern exposure. I love yeah. Northern Exposure. He was the astronaut, right? Yes, the former astronaut. The he was former like the mayor astronaut. of the town. Right. Um, the guy who played Jimmy, uh, Grandpa Joe's like assistant. You've seen him in a million different things. He's like, uh, he was like a Secret Service agent on 24. He was like a general in the Transformer movies. He just looks so weird because he's like a teenager I like or something. I think I saw the Transformer movies. You've I like seen that. Them all. That's that amusing to me. If I sent you a picture of what he looks like as an adult, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that guy." But he, because he's like twenty <laughs> in this, you'd be like, "Who the hell is that guy?" So it's an How about this? Cast. I don't even remember that there was an assistant. How about that? Well, he was the guy <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> Grandpa Joe was working on like a, a victim in the uh, in his laboratory, or whatever. And Jimmy comes in and says, uh, "Hey, Grandpa Joe, uh, the sheriff's here." He's like, "Oh, don't worry, I didn't tell him about you smoking weed and selling it, Jimmy." 
Oh yeah, remember? that's right. I do remember that. And then later, as kind of He's a still, uh, smoking it up too. Yes, because uh, uh, the sheriff busts in on uh, back into the laboratory, and you see the homie Jimmy is like painting his arm. Did you notice that? Yes. Because he's yeah. Yes. Where we're like, what the hell is he doing? And he kind of hides it. Kind of looks like he was shooting up heroin or something, but he wasn't. Why wouldn't you just like, take the jar home? Take the damn Why are you... jar. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's a very sad situation. Uh, and if everyone's a zombie, who's paying uh, for all the supplies? Because now there's no taxpayers. There's no city. So there's no salaries to be had. Because you've well, now they, killed everybody. Presumably, everyone is still doing their job. Freddie's still working at the gas station. So it's a close, <laughs> but it's a closed circle. Unless there's money coming in, they're not trees from each other. How are they the diner? You see what I'm saying? Even small Zombies towns use money. Okay, they don't. It's not a barter system if it's a small town. Yes, but if you kill every customer before they could open their wallet, then there's no money coming in. Well, but then those people come back to life as zombies, and then they open their wallet. Okay, See? they still have no. checking accounts. No, you're wrong, and I'm correct. It makes okay. no sense. Let's, let's just talk. let's just agree with me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Um. Okay, let's talk about the ratings. It currently has a 75% on Rotten what? Tomatoes. Yes. I, you Although... know what? I'm sick of Rotten Tomatoes. This is the most bull. That is the most bullshit rating that I have ever heard. 59% on uh, audience score, I'm sad to say. Let me look at the reviews here for 16 reviews. Top critics, anybody? What do we yeah, got here? top critics. No top critic reviews. Of so course. take that. Only bottom critics, evidently. Let me see what we got here. Uh, exactly. Anybody? What did Roger Ebert say? Yeah, Is exactly. All me too. Uh, I'm not familiar with any of these guys. Yeah, of course not. It's all Fangoria. Fact, today. You wish it was Fangoria. <laughs> Very sad. Uh, okay, we'll give it your review. Oh my god. My review is it is going to get two out of uh, <laughs> two on the shit scale. Oh, no. Oh. It is going to get two out of five uh, fake eyes with a hypodermic needle sticking out of it. <laughs> good times uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it uh three out of five melted uh hitchhiker heads oh there my you god go. three out of five it's i don't think it's bad boring. to me i don't it think was it's just bad. boring it's to me it, it's definitely the enjoyment is it's grandpa joe is the killer oh my god the fact that he's the, the killer you know I haven't been out of bed in 20 years. I wish it was just a Wicker Man ripoff. It would have been better if it wasn't that. But it's not. It's much less interesting than that. Did you get, figure out the twist is the question. What twist? There was that a the twist? Sheriff, yes, that the sheriff was also a zombo. I did not figure that out until it was revealed. And, and you did and, not care. And I did not care that it made no sense. I'm like, really? Yes. I was like, mm. I, I knew when they didn't show who she was sleeping with. 
You know, right? Because that—that's the other reveal. Is it's like not a, she, so. His wife was a zombie the whole time. You saw every perverted townie leading up to this uh, psycho house and peeking in the windows, and uh, but you don't see who she was sleeping with. Yeah, right. I think they were trying to get us to think that she was like floozying it up, like she was kind of a black widow bringing people in to, and then killing them. But the reveal is the guy that, that she was shacking up with and then murdering was her husband. Because the, the whole time I was like, why would you hire, if you have a town, that's a, a murder town, why would you hire an outside sheriff? Right. Right. Why would you do that? And why would you bring him back to life after you killed him without the inside knowledge that everyone else has? Well, it's also like this this first murder of, of the captain on the beach really wasn't the first murder. No. Right? There's the been murders on the reg. Right. There have been murders on the reg since, you know. Did the, you say the town's murders inception. on the rag? Yep. Reg- <laughs> regular. Oh. <laughs> Not on the rag. <laughs> And I was like, what? Are you trying to make some, no, some I'm not. hormonal woman? Uh, y- Kevin, yes. you're not that, a feminist. That's what I'm trying to say. Really, she wasn't a zombie. She was just suffering from PMS, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> she was Good a rag. Um, bro. Uh, Potter's Bluff is the name of the town. And it says yep. a new way of life. Well, the new way of life is apparently no life. You're a zombo. You're a zo- the new way of life is death. It is death. That's exactly right. So good times. Uh, so you discuss <laughs> the, the twist did not twist your opinion of this movie. No. Very sad. Okay, Boring. fair enough. Boring. Now, uh, just for your fun information, I, yes. I there are all these sites uh, that are movie sets then and now. So most yep. of these Mendocino sites are all still there. Let's check them out. Yeah. Well, let's see where's the, where's the uh, abandoned, uh, dead and buried house. Maybe they're just checking the breakers. <laughs> Honey, go, go down to the haunted basement to check the break. Okay, moving on. So there you have it. Thank you very much. Go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Go to our page on Twitter at TPodcast die. Email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. 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 And Aaron, you are on social media. I am. I am on the Insta, because I'm not going to call it the gram. It's the Insta. The gram? (laughs) (laughs) The Insta and the Twitski. Twitter to me is just like yelling down a well. Hello! Right. No, I I have 400 followers. No one ever responds. No one ever likes anything. I say, I'm just going to dig a hole in the ground and label it Twitter. And then I'll shout my (laughs) interesting news into it. And I will have the same effect. So Twitter, Insta, the cult of Aaron, join the cult. Now, Aaron, you also have like art for sale. What's what's the story? I have art for sale at the Bakersfield Museum of Art Art Mix. I sold one piece. I still have two more pieces. Check it out. Good time. Is there a website they should go to or just Google it or what? I think it's called, yeah, Google the Baker, the, the BMOA, the Bakersfield Museum of Art. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Good time. <laughs> if you join my instant Twitski, you'll see a link. Very good. So there you have it. Thank you very much and be well. Later, Gators.